0: All right, good morning, Do Hard Things Nation, to another episode of your weekly wake up. How you doing, Tom?
1: Doing great. Good morning, everybody.
0: Hey, good morning out there. It is Monday morning, and I know here in the Midwest, it is a sweltering hot Monday morning. Lacey and I just got done with a little run this morning, and it is, we were just completely drenched. So hot here. Good but stuff. Um, yeah, same here. Always hot here. Always hot. In Co- Co- we used to say Costa Rica. Uh, you know what?
1: You're <laughs> supposed to say Costa Rica, right? But, Costa Rica. Yeah, it's difficult to roll that off your tongue.
0: Yeah. Well, this week's theme, what I wanted to uh, talk about is uh, help others win. And uh, as you see by my shirt, help others win. Sounded a little cheesy on a shirt, but I think about we the people. I've been thinking a lot about this over the last couple of weeks. the, The theme has really resonated with me in my head because I think that a lot of our challenges in our nation, in our society, there's a lot of selfishness. There's a lot of selfishness. And I think when we, help others, when we help others win, when we take our creative spirit, our God-given talents, and we help others win, it is so incredibly fulfilling. And when I think about some of the deep uh, troubles, uh, disturbing things that are happening in our nation, it's coming from a place of a lot of selfishness. And I think that we need to step up and, and step into that, the, the role model, have, have that role model mindset and help others win when we can.
1: Jay, what are you seeing in people's homes these days? What are you seeing in your community?
0: I'm seeing uh, a lot of broken homes. I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, I mean, we have a very incredibly high divorce rate, and I think that's a big part of the issues that we have in our country. Is that we're really we're quick to throw away our relationships, and I think that there's some deep seated effects to that. I'm, I'm a product of of divorce, and you know, not having a father figure, a solid father figure in my home, definitely put me back in a lot of ways. I had to overcome a lot of things. And I think that one of the things, and I'll just blanket this out there. I think men in our society really need to step it up.
1: That's my <laughs> Yeah. No anymore. kidding. No <laughs> kidding. 100%. 100%. Jay, you were from a broken home. Do you want to share a little bit about that or no?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll share. I mean, the, um, For those that that don't know, I, um, I I guess I'm trying to, how how do I shorten this? Because it's a, it's a pretty interesting story. I am a first generation American. My, my father was German. My mother was from Holland. Ultimately my father grew up during world war II as a child, basically saw his entire family killed, um, and basically grew up during the reconstruction, immigrated to the United States when he was 19. He joined the U S army for a couple of years, earned his citizenship, um, And ultimately met my mother. Now my mother was probably wife number four. Um, Wow! So, given his traumatic experience, I couldn't even imagine the hardships that he endured. Um, And not giving him a hall pass by any means, but having an understanding that this was a a, a troubled man. And but he was very he was incredibly physically abusive to my mother and and, uh, and myself. He was emotionally abusive, and ultimately left my my mother. And, um, you know, my mother had some mental health issues. She was in and out of the hospital, the mental hospital, and couldn't take care of me. Basically, my father ran off, found another woman, took yeah. me with him. And uh, <laughs> like every other one of his relationships over a period of time, left her. But I left me there. So I have that I that I know, like nine siblings. I have five of them that I've never even met. And there's probably, I mean, I'm just going to go out and say there's probably more out there. I need to do one of those 23, what, what, what do you call those? Uh, crazy, those DNA yeah. tests? I probably yeah. need to do that. So yeah. I had a lot of I had a lot of issues, um, and and I w- I could have very easily went down a, a troubled youth path. Like I, I struggled in a lot of, in a lot of ways, and I felt like it really, in, in many aspects, it really set me behind. I don't, I now I wonder. Like I feel like I, I joined the military to find uh, the role models that that really helped me but it took me a long time to unpack some of these things. And I only wonder if I, you know, the the pinnacle, the the, the best outcome for anyone is to have a loving home with a mother and father that are engaged. Right. Um, And I only wonder, you know, what my life could have been like had I had that, but I had to overcome all that. And I'm like that. If I, if I were to go back in time and like really look at like some of the issues that I had to overcome and pinpoint like where it was at, I would, I would say the lack of a father role model in my home, um, really set me back in a lot of ways. And I look at our society and, you know, I think that that's a, that's a big problem or, or fathers that are home and they're just not engaged. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're physically present, but they're not engaged. They're, you know, spending all their time distracted. There's all day football on Sundays and they're, they're, you know, playing candy crush they're, cause there's a lot of homes that are like that. And, um, so yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, Jay.
1: I mean, I, I have a similar background. Uh, people people can say, uh, man, I've come from a shitty background. They can say that. The reality is my parents, my dad's dad and uh, mom, they're from a, a split relationship. I mean, this is this mm. is odd when you're old school Greece. But that was the case. Uh, my mom and dad. Stayed yeah. Yeah. My mom and dad stayed together, but I had wished that they had, I told them, you guys need to, mom, you need to leave this bum. This guy's a real bum. And we grew up without a a role model in the house. But I got to tell you something, you know, well, your dad couldn't have been that bad. Yeah. My dad was uh, addicted to opioids, um, cigarettes, alcohol, gambling, you name it, physically abusive, mentally abusive, beat the shit out of my mom. Um, Dangerous on the roads, in jail. We had, you know, the police lights on our house, fighting with the drug dealer neighbors next door. You couldn't get worse than that. You couldn't get worse than that. You can compare and say, well, no, my dad was worse. I got to tell you, though, Jay, would I have turned out better with the role model dad? No. What I got was what I got and what I got shaped me big time. What I got shaped me big time, and that was my choice based on what I saw and why, what I interpreted. And I look at you. You are a pillar of strength. Perhaps, you know, you interpreted things so that you could grow to be the man that you are and become more relatable to other people. Right? Fuck, man. Like, my family was from a broken home. I got divorced. It's like, holy shit, is this just a running theme here? I didn't think that was going to be the case, you know, 16, 17-year-old. You want a nice, tight family. It didn't work out that way. But I got to tell you, you know, people ask my daughter, how do you feel about being from a broken home? She goes, I'm glad they're split up. That was the best thing ever. I was good for the family, and I'm doing great. My son's flourishing because we still provided the love we could as individuals. So I don't know. It's a give and take, man. It's a give and take. Well,
0: I I will agree there. There are probably your children need to see you in a loving relationship. But that takes both parties wanting to to fix it and resolve their their issues and take ownership, both parties, because there's a lot of relationships where they get to that point. It's amazing how two people can absolutely fall in love and and have you know have the fairy tale wedding and then yep. just a matter of years later, like get to the point where they're they're not intimate with one another and they hate each other. And that doesn't happen overnight. Like there, there's you know there's some things that happen, but the score keeping and the yep. you know just all all of that stuff and not taking ownership, just want to completely blaming the other person and not taking ownership. And there are some relationships that do need to end, but I also think that there are a lot of people that really need to step up in their relationships. And they yeah. could avoid that if they made it a priority. Now, I'm divorced. I'm not proud of that. I think it, it sucks. However, with that said, there are a lot of things that I, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what the love languages were. I didn't know how important, like, having being disciplined about date night is. Yeah. How being disciplined about the love languages are. There's a lot of people that are completely oblivious to it. And I, and that's a, you know a lot of the things that we talk about, and especially in, in our coaching group, the Forge, we talk about, you know, we we talk about how important it is, and remind everyone of how important they need to show up in their relationship with intention. People will yeah. time block their their week out, and it's all work, 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 work. They're not time blocking their time with their family. They're not time blocking time for date night and doing those things with intention. Yeah, Um. I agree.
1: Jay, you can even go back beyond that. And, you know, you get a couple in love, whether they're 18 year olds, 23 year olds or 30 year olds. You know, I see somebody and I fall in love with that person and I love everything about them. They're good looking, they're smart, they're productive, uh, caring person, good quality person. Um, And you go, man, I found my match. And for those first three, four months, you're like, this is unbelievable. I have really mm-hmm. met my match. And you know how it is. You put your best foot forward. The other put, person puts their best foot forward. They're good people. And then you realize something like this. And so many people get into this trap where they don't talk things out. Give you an example. I'm not saying this is necessarily me, but it could be. It could be some, It could be you. Um, well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm Christian. You're not. I want to have a business empire. You don't. I want to travel the world. You like your own hometown. I like living in a a a metropolis, like a big city. You like a smaller city. I love keeping fit and being really active and go getting. You prefer, I don't know, yoga, even though you love each other. And then you realize somewhere down the road, it's like, shit, man, I should have assessed this a lot earlier. Because we've got nothing in common here. And now that shit's hitting the fan and and we're not getting along so well, I'm realizing you don't want to do my life path and I don't want to do yours. Now, what do we got to do? Well, it's nice to stick with that person because that's what you committed to. But you made a mistake from the get go. And that happens big time. So that's, uh, you know, you got to work on your relationship. But sometimes it's bad from the start and you never planned on that.
0: Yeah. When you enter that relationship, what is it the first like 18 to 24 months is when, you know, you're, you're still getting, you're on that, you're on that high. You're, you're, I think of, was it, I don't even know. I think of like Pippi was a Pippi Le Pew the, the skunk. <laughs> He's just like, I'm lo- you know, in that oh, yeah. that yeah, whole thing. Exactly. You're, you're just, yep. you're just absolutely head over heels in love and you don't see a lot of things. Uh, and there's a lot of people from the outside they know that you're in a bad relationship oh, yeah. uh they're seeing it but you can't see it you can't see the force from the trees because you're so uh in love with that person and then and then yeah after a while that that kind of dissipates they're like okay now life's getting real and yeah. there are things that uh that you may not like about the other person or uh that annoy you right and then those things are amplified oh, yeah. over time so yeah oh yeah
1: well i asked i asked my son too right i said like so tell me about your girlfriend oh she's amazing dad this and that okay Um, what about the dad? What's the dad like? What's her mom like? It's her relationship with her mom. How many brothers and sisters? What order is she in the relationship? What kind of job does she have? All right. How does she spend her time? How does she keep her room? What's in her bank account? How does she treat you? Does she like going out? Does she like making meals in? And I'm just asking tons of questions. Dad, like this is overload. I said, it's none of my business. I don't really care. It's your selection, your choice. You got to live with her if that's the person you want to marry. And I got to tell you, I'm listening to all this stuff and like, dude, I think you got to marry this girl. This girl's a winner. Like I'm hoping this lasts because you start asking these questions that are maybe a little more relevant than is she is she good looking? Is she smart? You know, it's like does she have a good head on her shoulders? It goes beyond that. Right. So I think that's the first spot. You found somebody really, really good that you really care about. You guys are connected um, and you've set up a solid foundation for Huron and Jay.
0: Yeah. And no, I. I Go ahead. I don't. I don't. I don't want to make the same mistake again. I I've learned a lot of tough lessons in my life. Yeah. From rushing into things, and and now that I'm far more knowledgeable on things, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to just. Yeah. I think a lot of people they make that decision to get married, and I've done it before. I've I've done it. Yeah. Um, when they're still in that, like that, they're they're still in that. I don't. Know, what do you call that? There's a term for it where you're just absolutely head over heels in love. I don't know, man. I don't know. The infatuation phase,
1: Rose, I yeah. have no idea. But I gotta tell you something. Just imagine, you know, you have 15 years with a person that you've fallen out of love with because you don't have the same values and beliefs and goals. And then all of a sudden, you know, we talk about being in a community and the community's colder. Like, fuck, I hate, I hate who I'm living with. So I hate everybody around me. My own environment is toxic, so of course I'm going to be a fucking asshole into the community, right? No wonder you're cold. Now, here's the thing, Jay. Now you go back a little bit and you go, if I only had a male role model for me who I could relate to, who when I was 18 said, hey, Tom, come here. We, We got to spend some time together. We got to chat a little bit. You know, this is the way it is. This is the way life is, you know. I've been through the minefield and now you're going through the minefield. Here's how you avoid those pitfalls. Here's how you avoid those mines, right? Learn from that person's experience, reach out. We had a big program back when I grew up called big brother, right? The big brother program, big sisters Mm -hmm. program. I don't know if it's big brothers of America where you are, but, um, people reached out to the younger generation and helped out. I wish I had that. You know, I wish I had that. I, I might've avoided a bad situation, so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about community and reaching out and being there for one another, because otherwise it could be a real shit show.
0: Yeah. Community starts, I think, in, in the home. Community starts with your family dynamic. That is pillar number one. And when you get that in order, then 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 we go and, and help our our neighbors out in, in our local community. And I was thinking about I took this note here because I want to talk about this, this morning. I think it was the I think it was the book The Millionaire Mind. Because they they basically studied all of these millionaires. What were the what what sets these people apart? What is it about millionaires that are different from everyone else?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if, if I recall, this was the number one thing. I gotta double check this, but I'm pretty sure it was the number one was their partner selection. The number one thing that determined whether or not that, that enabled their success, which is the most important decision in your life, is selecting the right partner to do life with someone that supports you, someone that you can rely on. Because I, I know, as I look back at my failed, um, relationships, the worst times of my life were really when my relationship was at its worst. And I take full responsibility for my, my shortcomings in that hindsight being 2020. Now I'm fully aware because I don't want to make, I I don't want to live that again. So I'm not going to screw this up going into it again. Um, but this is important. I mean, the number one thing, the number one de- de- um, determination of a millionaire success was their partner and their support. That's powerful. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, that's powerful. And so this decision is big. And, um, I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people need to step up more in, in, in their relationships. And, um, yeah,
1: I, I'm going to go uh, beyond that, Jay. I'm going to go really deep on this one. And I think the uh even before that is your relationship with yourself. You know, you can look in the mirror and you're either going to like yourself, you're going to love yourself or you're not going to like yourself. And I, I don't know, man, like I like what I see. I like who I am. I feel good. I, I'm not I'm not in love with me. I know there's a lot of things that got to work on a lot of things that I don't like about myself, but I do have a good self-esteem, a good healthy self-esteem. And that comes across in who I deal with because I'm in a good state of mind. So many people fucking hate themselves, man. They do not like who they see in the mirror. And if you do not like who you see in the mirror and your self-esteem is low, you're not serving anybody.
0: Absolutely. You You have to love your, you have to love yourself first. How's anyone else going to love you if you don't love yourself? And that's hard to do. I, I look back, there's, there's, periods of time where i i feel like i didn't like who i was i didn't like who i i, I, I saw my father and myself in a lot of ways and i have yeah. i have learned that i have some of his characteristics and traits and habits I'm like i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be that guy i've got someone here uh t- i'm sorry if i'm gonna mispronounce your name tana madison uh, she said she's been single for 12 years and uh she says I ask a lot of deep questions. I try dating and I found I walk away pretty quickly due to the fact that I'm not the same page as another. But I've been told time and time again, Tana, people are never going to be completely aligned with your path. I've been single for 12 years now, but I feel like a solid person with values and habits that matter. You know, there's a lot of people out there, and I I know this, especially uh, when I ended my marriage and I got into the dating pool later in life. It was tough. It was not fun. And I find a lot of people are very they quit dating. They just, it's so uncomfortable. They're so annoyed by it Uh that they quit. Yeah. What advice yeah. would you give someone who's how basically thrown she? in the towel? Yeah. Tana, how old is Tana?
1: How old is I don't she? know. How, do
0: you have, have any idea? I don't know. Tana, if, if you're listening, how old are you? But there's a lot of people that are probably in their thirties and forties that have thrown in the towel, maybe even fifties. Okay, dude,
1: dude, what an opportunity. What an opportunity. What advice would I give? Yeah. I'm not saying my advice is right. I'm just telling you what I would do. I'm fucking 51 years old. 51 years old. I would look at myself in the mirror and say, okay, what do I have to offer? What are the good points about me? And then if things weren't happening, I would get into shape right away. Offer the best physical pack- package because I don't care who you are. The surface level, it's what you see. OK, so somebody looks at me and they might say, oh, he's got some nice shoulders. He's got a muscular body it goes beyond that. They're going to say, you know what? He takes care of himself. Dude takes care of himself. He walks with posture. He walks with confidence. It has nothing to do with the nice chest or the shoulders. It has nothing to do with that. He takes care of himself. He's a disciplined dude. OK, some people might be attracted to that. The people that I would want to meet need to feel that way. Number two, you groom yourself to look your best. Not for somebody else, never for somebody else, but for you. So you could be comfortable in your own skin. Next thing is, there's nothing better than having passion. People see a passion. So you might have a passion for saving the environment. You might have a passion for cars. You might have a passion for your kids. People see them, and they go, okay, that person's passionate. They're full of life. Their glass is half full. Their attitude is just contagious. They've got a growth mindset, you know? Immerse yourself in some good material so you have this upbeat personality. So when I walk out into my community and I say hello to people, people are like, there's something about that guy. He's optimistic. He takes care of himself. He wants to do good in this world. Now, all of a sudden, that person's attractive. They attract attention. And then the second thing, her name's Shana? Tana. 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 Tana's
0: 43.
1: Yep. Tana, 43. Perfect. So Tana becomes her best version of herself and then she becomes picky as hell. Here's my criteria. Here's seven to 10 things that I'm looking for. It's almost like a mental checklist and you go on a coffee date cause you don't want to waste time for that with that person. You have a coffee date and you kind of grill them with those questions and say, here's the deal. If you don't meet these things, like where are you going in life? What do you value? Do you value this, that if they don't meet those seven to 10 items, they're disqualified. Next, all you wasted was a coffee. That's it. Move on. And you hold out till you find the one that truly deserves you. That truly deserves you. Otherwise, you're better off single. You don't need to settle for anybody else. And guess what? You make yourself that attractive and you feel good about you and you feel like you look in the mirror. And go, Why wouldn't somebody love me? Look at me. And focus on your strengths, people will be drawn to that, and you will find the one at some point. And if you believe in fate and, and, and that kind of stuff, that somebody is out there for you, then you hold out. Dude, Jay, I waited till I was, man, like 47 before I found the one. So she's got three more years. And I thought, shit, I'm not going to find anybody. No one can match my energy, my enthusiasm, my direction in life. And then all of a sudden, boom she's the one how, how did oh. you find Renata how, how did you guys meet how did you guys meet how did we meet she's a registered massage therapist I went in and I got a I got a treatment done and I'm like there's something oh, about this boy. she was attract she was attracted to that physique <laughs> nah she's not that way actually she might have been she might have been but she was looking for some good conversation right like that that's primary and we're like wow we we really see the same way. Like we see eye to eye on things. And then we started interviewing for like 10 sessions. Like this is the one, this is the one. So that's, it just happened. There was no intent there for over a year. There was no intent. It was just like, I really like this person. Yeah. Right. So that's my advice to Tana. Like it can always happen.
0: Lacey and I are going on, uh, we're going on three years and uh, we had met, both of us had come out of a a divorced relationship. So it's pretty tough. We weren't even expecting. We knew right away. away We we knew right away. When we were just texting, we met on uh, an app called Bumble and we were both in the dating pool and both like, just, this is annoying. And I think I turned my dating app off. I just happened to turn it back on. Uh, and we connected and instantly, I just knew something in her text. I knew that just, just the way she was very playful uh, like I knew, like I really wanted to go, I wanted to meet her for sure. And then when we met physically for the first time, um, I, we knew instantaneously we just clicked. Yeah. We just clicked. Yeah. And um, it, I'm not going to say it's been like the easiest right off the bat. I mean, we had that infatuation phase, but we've had some challenges um, yeah. and we've, but we've worked together overcoming that because we both are committed. We don't want to make the same mistakes. We are both fully aware of each other's love languages um, this has been the, the most amazing relationship because both of us are leaning in. We're both on that path of growth mindset. Yeah. And I, I know that's why, that's why this one, um, is going to work. Cause it's just, it's just amazing. She's an amazing woman. Um, and we support each other. We help each other win. And it's just a, it's just awesome. Um, How have you been together almost three years? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't jump into anything after three months. Yeah, and I and I knew right away. I I knew because I've been studying. Like, okay, I'm not gonna screw up my next relationship, you know. So I knew that we're gonna we're gonna take our time on this one. We're gonna get over that infatuation phase, and and because I've made those mistakes in the past, you know, and um and, and get through that part to see who we truly are. And it's yeah. we're, we're over we're over that. We and and we're still we're still humming along. we we're, we're it's awesome. Yeah, it's um,
1: good, man. That's so good.
0: yeah, but um. But yeah, for, for those out there, don't throw in the towel. Like with everything, I, Tom, you gave some sound advice, brother. I, that was awesome. Uh, but you have to get out there and you actually have to meet people. Holding out for the right one doesn't mean I'm not going to engage and not meet people just because they annoy me. Like you're going to have to do – the work is getting out there. You're going to have to go out there and go on the coffee dates. You're going to have oh, to go yeah. out there and, oh, yeah. and get, 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 your, get in the arena, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but here's the crazy – you got to get in the arena. Here's the thing though. I mean I, I don't know if we're – experts in any way on this topic. I'm not an expert in this topic, but I will tell you this. I know this. It would be like, I would interview 100 women. If I were Tana, so hundred guys, but for me, I would interview a hundred women. Okay. And I wouldn't play around. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not going to play around with these girls and then try to get lucky here and there with, with 20 of them. I would interview them and then eliminate like 95 of them. Immediately. Through questions, just being smart about it, not settling, nothing. And then the last five, you interview, you have a coffee date, and you go, none of these work, forget it. No, another 100. Let me meet another 100. That's it. And go through the numbers because nowadays you can do that with technology. Just not waste your time. This guy's a turkey. This guy's a pervert. This guy has no goals. Done, gone, 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 gone. These five are worthy. But then it becomes expansion. It becomes putting yourself out there getting to know people, having conversations. We've talked about this before. It applies to the business world. It applies to the dating world. It applies to the regular world where you meet somebody, go, shit, that guy's a dentist. I need to get my teeth straightened. Let me call this guy. You didn't have that connection five days ago, but because you had that conversation with that person the other day, now you know a dentist who might be good, right? That's the way the world works. You connect with people. You connect in your community. And when you connect in your community and get to know people genuinely without expecting anything in return, your world expands. Yeah. That's community.
0: Where would I get, like, the role models in your community? Go find the cream of the crop within your community because they know people. They're going to know good quality people. You go down to the bar, I don't know. I don't know what you could – I mean, everyone goes to the bar. But your chances, your odds of finding someone of high quality – I, I don't know, but if you go to like a chamber of commerce luncheon, or you go to maybe a volunteer organization, maybe your local church—I I, don't—and connect there, probably yeah. have some better. You, you're probably going to have some better be, better luck. And are we talking uh, but, about what? Are we talking about what? Like dating? Dating, finding somebody, hey, finding. All somebody, right, Jay, connecting, Jay. Connecting, Jay. connecting, networking. Right. All right, yeah. networking.
1: If I were Tana, I would say to you, I'd say, "Hey, Jay." Do you know any good single dudes who are like roughly my age? That's what I would do. Never mind going to a bar. I'd be like, do you know any solid dudes? And like, as a matter of fact, I do. Let me connect you guys. I mean, that's how easy it is. But you got to put yourself out there. You got one life to live. Why wouldn't
0: you do that? So, what you're saying is find people that you that you appreciate. That um, that would give you good quality advice and ask them for referrals. You are asking for referrals. 100% 100 referral. Yeah, totally. So
1: otherwise you take your chance. I'd rather go to you and say, do you know any good quality dudes? To me, that makes sense. I'm going to ask a, a, a really, really good girl. Do you know any good uh, women out there who are single, who are sporty, who have goals, who are driven? Do you know anybody like that? Yeah, actually I do. She is single. She's coming off of a bad relationship. Her name is so and so. All right, do you think we can connect? Do you think you can connect us? Yeah, that's how it works.
0: Why wouldn't yeah. you do that? It makes sense I, to me. Because the holding out and sitting home, like you know, what it's a Friday night. I'm lonely. I'm going to get a bottle of, of wine and and just watch this uh, Netflix, you know, show on The Bachelor. That's not going that that's not gonna do it for you that's not gonna no, do it for you no you gotta get out there you gotta get yourself. out in the arena
1: having a date with yourself there's nothing wrong with that and you want to feel uh you know have your alone time me time that's great but if you're serious about meeting somebody I'd say just have the guts to do it
0: don't don't go out there you know what I'm lonely I'm gonna get a cat oh that cat's lonely I'm gonna get another cat then you end up as the cat lady you end up with like twenty five cats
1: uh, yeah the I, I know the whole the lonely cat, cat lady,
0: lady. You don't want I don't to be know, that. Man. I don't know. <laughs>
1: my uh my wife had three cats. So I think she was qualified as a cat lady. I as much as I like cats, I don't like uh, cats that much. Uh,
0: well, you 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 um now we've you, got four dogs. How you inter- you that? you inter- you intervened before it got out of hand. <laughs> I did, and now we've got four dogs, so what a nightmare. Oh, uh, it's awesome. Tana said she de- actually dates herself. Yeah, she, that's awesome. Uh, Nancy, Nancy commented, she's 53 and, uh, she's single and working on becoming a great version of herself. Yeah. Nancy's doing the work.
1: Yes, Nancy. That's
0: the way to do it. Yeah. Make yourself, make yourself like desirable, but people have to know who you are a little bit. So it's not only you work on yourself, but you got to let people know that, Hey, I'm looking, but my standards are high. This is what I'm looking for.
1: Standards are high. And,
0: uh, have high high standards, but you got to get out in the arena. This, uh, you know, this notion of I'm just going to make myself um, um, I, I have high standards, but you're not getting yourself out there. You, you're going to have to do the work and, and date. So. Yeah.
1: I got to tell you, I, uh, I saw this thing, I saw this picture. You know, we used to compare ourselves as dudes to guys like Brad Pitt and, and whoever else. Right. Uh, and I don't want to be judgmental because I think Brad Pitt's a pretty cool guy. I saw a picture of him jog and I'm like, you know something? He doesn't look so great. At, at his age, he doesn't look so great and i'm like all right walking around feeling yeah this is good now to some women i'm i'm nothing brad pitt's the dude to some women brad pitt's not and they who knows maybe they would prefer a different kind of guy but the moment you start looking at somebody else and well i can't match up to that person you know you do have some unique value you do have something special inside of you don't negate that yeah don't negate that you are enough and you have plenty of gifts to give and you are beautiful in whatever way you are, and some people, some people will like that. Some people won't.
0: Oh well, yeah, that, that I love it. Some people, no matter what you do, you could be the nicest person on earth. They're gonna not like you. That's just not their cup of tea. Yeah,
1: you're not their cup but, of tea. No
0: big deal. It's interesting. Like in this day and age, too. Uh, you know, the uh, the more intellectual, the the, the, nerd, the nerds, right? Uh, they have a, a, an upper leg. There's a lot of people that are attracted to the the nerdy type. And, uh, so why? Because they're for? resourceful and they can have conversation? Is that why? I, I One of the things that was one of my favorite quotes, don't make fun of a nerd because one day you're going to work for him. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I would rather
1: I would have, rather have a quote unquote nerd than somebody unbelievably beautiful who is completely vain, only thinks about themselves, and all the attention has to be given to her. Like, fuck that, man. That's not yeah, what absolutely. I want. I didn't get it in this world to serve somebody and, and make them feel good. You're Absolutely. so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Are you? Are you useful? Give me the nerd. I want to talk to the nerd.
0: The nerd. At least we can have some conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, we're about thirty-five minutes into this thing, so this is my my favorite time of our show. Is uh, we're going to nominate or uh, recognize? Uh, we have actually two people this week. Two <laughs> nice. people this week for the uh, Do Hard Things Nation Spotlight. Let me uh, share my screen here. And uh, I love this one because, hey, we talk about doing hard things. Hard actually has a meaning. It's your health and wellness. It's your affluence of wealth. It's relationship. It's your development. And this week is a relationship when this is uh, Kevin and Julie Gallinghorst. I've, I've known Kevin and Julie for, for quite a while now. Kevin is the district commander of USACE down in St. Louis. And this is his lovely bride. And they've been married for 25 years. You want to talk about a power couple? People that give back to the community. Uh, Kevin went to West Point. Uh, Julie went to the um, uh, the Naval Academy, and they they are just amazing people. And as long as I've known them, they've always given back. They are. We talk about being role models and being pillars of strength in your community. They demonstrate this in in, in every way. And so, congratulations on your twenty fifth wedding anniversary. And you going to talk about doing hard things? You know, showing up with consistency in your relationship. Twenty-five years is a hard milestone in today's society, for sure.
1: So yeah, they look—they look like they're happy. They look like they're healthy. They look like they're glowing, and that's a product of twenty-five years of connection. That's a long time, Jay.
0: Yeah, twenty-five years of commitment, connected uh, connection, and they're—they're uh, they're shining examples of role models in their community, and uh, they're amazing people. So. We're gonna send you guys a "Do Hard Things" shirt. Thank you guys for all you guys do for for, I mean, our nation and and uh, just just being awesome people. So, Julie and Kevin. Yeah,
1: really good stuff. Congrats, guys! They're both getting t-shirts. Nice.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, talk about doing hard things. You got to show up in relationship, and uh, that, that's where it starts. That's where it starts in in your home. And so, yeah. What um, what what else we want to talk about?
1: Dude, I think, we're, I think we're done.
0: I think we're about it. I think uh, it's about people it. Need so. to,
1: people need to start their day and make sure they've got their tasks lined up to just absolutely kill it. Connect with people in their community. Make a difference. Put smiles on their faces. I got to just – my closing to this is this, and then you can close, Jay, is I saw a Top Gun the other night. And I hey, got to tell it. you, uh, you haven't seen
0: it yet? Not yet. Okay. Week, I, oh,
1: I, I wanted to avoid the movie. I saw it, and what a feel good movie. What a nice message. To me, that's kind of what America's about reaching out, never just being there as a community. And that's what this movie exemplified. I loved it. I absolutely loved the movie. Um, be a part of a community, build those relationships. There's nothing better than that.
0: Yeah, help others win. So, My question for those out there, I guess I have two questions for people to mull over, is who needs you on your A game? How can you support someone this week, whether it be within your family, whether it be out in the community, but who could you show up for with intention? As you're listening to me right now, whether you're on the replay or you're listening to me live, think of someone who could you go out of your way to go serve and support with your God-given talent? And then with your partner, how could you show some deep appreciation and love to them? How could you, how could you show up for them? Cause there's a lot of people out there that they only buy flowers on the anniversary. They only get the card on the Valentine's day. And, and there's a lot of people in that cycle. So what could you do to show your partner some uh, love and appreciation? The greatest human desire is to feel loved and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we get so caught up in the day to day that, uh, that we just, we just kind of forget to to go out of our way to do that. So um, for those out there, if you want the uh, We the People shirt, 4th of July is coming up, dohardthingsapparel.com. You want to go a little bit deeper in your personal growth and development, we have the Forge call on uh, on Wednesday nights. We'll have the Do Hard Things community call at 630 Central Standard Time. That's free. It's open to the uh, the community. At 7 o'clock, we go live with the Forge call. That is part of our members area where we have a great conversations. a coaching call. So we have a zoom call where we have a variety of high performance topics connect with a group of like-minded people that are killing it. And uh, until next week, we will just keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. All right. Cheers. Appreciate you guys watching. Cheers guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe. So you're notified of future episodes. I would also love to know, what is your takeaway? What, what insight did you get from today's episode? You can screenshot this, send it to me on social, post it on social, tag me. And when you share like that, someone else, someone else out there may need to hear this message today. Only 10% of people are engaged in personal growth and development. And uh, there could be a nugget here that could put someone in a positive trajectory. So feel free to share that, tag me in it, Send me a direct message, send me an email, let me know what your thoughts are, and you can, you can connect with me on all social media. You can send me an email at, jay at jayteeks.com. Take a moment, leave a review on iTunes, no matter if you're listening to Spotify or any other platform, like iTunes, I guess is the gold standard for, uh, for reviews, and it really goes a long way for uh, the algorithm, for people searching for personal growth and development, and it helps us go a long way. means a lot to me that you took a couple minutes to do them. I, I you know read through all of them And you know it, it just feels good Knowing that, uh, that this show is impactful So if you gain any value it just has that, uh, that you do that uh, If you want to level up you want to take the next step in your personal growth and development You can go to jtegs.com dot scom We've got a variety of options we got one-on-one coaching High-performance coaching Through the High Performance Institute I'm Certified High Performance Coach We've got a few different curriculums that I take people through I also do group coaching if you have an organization that needs a speaker or you want a live workshop, I can come in and deliver some training to you and your organization. We also have the uh, exclusive Forge Mastermind group that is uh, an elite community of like minded people that are growing together. And uh, we have a weekly call there, and uh, we're going to be rolling out new content for that. And then also, we got apparel. So, the uh, you know, we've got to go to dohardthingsapparel.com you do hard things shirt sure, show the world that you do hard things we got hoodies over there we got hats we got we got stickers we got patches a variety of different things and we got a, a variety of different models uh, coming out so uh good go, you can show the world that you do hard things and you can go over there and support us that way that'd be great so in the meantime thank you so much for listening keep doing hard things we'll see you guys in the next episode